The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Weekend? Sorry, what sounds weird in my headphones? Hey, yo, turn me up in them headphones. Okay. I got it now. It's an avalanche of emotions. The lightning unleash. And we got a series. All on a Brooks Kepka leading. PGA Tour bleeding. Taco Tuesday edition of the program, Jake. Let's go. Oh, my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are? We are. What it do, baby? Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. How are you, Jake? What's up, buddy? Uh, My allergies oh, no. are killing me oh, right no. now. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> my, uh, my eyes are, like, burning right Dang. now. Dang. My nose is a little stuffy. I'm sorry. Uh, it's uh not fun right now. Shoot. I'm sorry about that. Those allergies. Can no, be- it's not that I'm beat you up, man. I'm not crying because yeah. the abs last night. <laughs> I was wondering what you were crying about. Get yourself together here. Uh, No, you're good, man. If you want to cry a little bit to make you feel better, the crying will, you know, sometimes... Reset you. I needed a good cry there. Okay, let's, um, you know, if one of the boys cries on the team, whining cries. Like he's whining, can I, can I in this? And I'm like, oh, everybody, let's cry with player X. You're toxic. We know who player X is, though. No, I'm just J-J. kidding. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Sometimes JJ is player X. Uh, so the Yavs get their asses waxed last night. Not two, not two, <laughs> not three, not four, not five. Hey, six goals for the Lightning. It was kind of a downer. Um, I guess we should have maybe known better. These aren't the Blues, you know. This is not uh, the Pred. This is um, the defending world champs who were embarrassed two nights before. And they were pissed. And they bounced back in a pretty spectacular fashion. Bunch of grown-ass men over there. Bunch of young dude abs. Um, Okay, we got a series. You know, nobody thought they were sweeping this thing until everybody got excited about the seven goals and we started to talk ourselves into crazy things. But now it's a 2-1 series. The Avalanche can seize total control and potentially wrap this thing up at home if they can win game four. Now I'm kind of thinking the Lightning win game four. That's my initial thought right now, the feeling I have inside of my body. That might change tomorrow, okay? But I just think the Lightning have now found their way. They found their way into the series. Um... You know, it's like made the Avs bleed a little bit. You know, 
No one makes me bleed well, my own blood. No one thought Drago was like human. They thought he was like a robot. He was training like a robot, all roided out, Russian. And then like once Rocky kind of hurt him a little bit, he was like, you know, and it, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then uh, Drago was like, he's like a piece of iron. He says that like in Russian. He's like a piece of iron. Like he just keeps taking a beating about Rocky. And then he saw something different. And it was like. It was like. It was sweet. I'll never forget it. But it was kind of like. It's the best Rocky. Rocky Four is the best Rocky. No doubt about it. Rocky. One. It won an Academy Award. Part. You know. Rocky won one. An Oscar for best picture. Okay. Imagine that. Right. Rocky Two. He beats Apollo Creed. I mean, it's like, it's really good. Like the storylines, the relationship, the development of like Apollo Creed himself. Um, Rocky Three is interesting because it's Mr. T. He's like, hey, boy, you look mighty cute in those jeans, boy. Well, that's gay Mr. T from another bit I do. But Stallone was like, hey, oh, you, you know, you got a big mouth. He tells, he tells Mr. T. And. Mr. Tease tells Rocky and Mick, you've been fighting a bunch of bums. You've been ducking me. And then they was fighting. <laughs> exactly. So Rocky, then he goes to Mick. He's like, hey, Mick, were those fights fixed? And he's like, they was good fighters, but they wasn't hungry. So then at that point, you know, and then Adrian's like, you can't do it. You can't do it. And then he goes, so then he gets demolished by Clubber Lang. I mean, in early in the movie, you're like, well, where's this movie going? He's supposed to win these fights. And he gets his ass beaten. He goes and trains with none other than Apollo Creed himself. Oh, gets a little soul in him. And the rest running on the beach and the rest is history. Dang. So he didn't want it at first when he was running on the beach because Apollo was like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And then even Apollo told the other you know, black dude trainers, he ain't got it. No, he says it's over. His this thing is over. And Rocky had to find it deep down. It was like, oh, I don't like the way he was talking to my wife. He saw look mighty cute in those jeans, boy. You know, like. So are you saying that the lightning are Rocky? Uh, and the Avs are Drago? No, no, I'm not saying that. Because <laughs> there's no real comp to the great, you know, legacy of, um, you know, Rocky Balboa and, and that of Apollo Creed. You know, who's the canoe Creed's son? Uh, yeah, Creed. Creed's son. Creed's son, Its yeah. name is Adonis. There it is. Is that right? I think you're right. Okay. Let me double check that. I'm pretty sure you're right. What's Apollo Creed's son's name? Adonis. Yes. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> good one. Yeah. It could be uh, for a male or a female, the name says. What do you think about that name, Adonis? It's not bad. I like it. It's kind of powerful. It's like a... I'm pretty sure it's Greek. It's badass. It is badass. So, I don't know where I was going with the Rocky stuff, but the Lightning are in this series. They're in the series now. They're back. 
and I have a feeling like they're going to find a way to win game four. We'll see how special the Avs really are. We kind of had this bit of feeling in our body in the Blues series. We're just kind of like, the Blues aren't just going to roll over, and they're a pretty good team. But what happened, They, you know, the Avalanche found another gear. You know, they, they took it to the next level, level. and they're going to have to do that again in game four, which will be all of these guys' most important games of all of their lives. Game one and game two of a Stanley Cup final, it, it, they're the most important games, but they're not as important as the you know forthcoming, upcoming games. Game four. The Avs lose game four. Then we absolutely have... Drama at its finest, and I'd assume a seven-game series um, that'll be decided in most dramatic of fashion. They lost the first two games to the Rangers, who were red hot, and then they won four straight. Boom, 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 boom. Okay? And took that into this series, where after, you know, that's a bit of a rival, the Rangers, I guess, um, gave them everything, come into the... A series against the Avalanche, young, dynamic, explosive athletes, and they got worked. And they found a way through, I think, the way that they were beat up so bad by the Avalanche in game two to rally behind that, come out and take pride in, you know, being the world champions and not let a bunch of young dudes do that to them again. Once you're bleeding out and you're down three to zero and the Avs are just skating around you, you know, they're like the they're like the uh Hawks in Mighty Ducks One. You know what that what a true what a great villain. You know what I mean? He's like the principal in the Breakfast Club, man. You know, he's just like, what a bad guy he is. He's the bad guy. Duh. Okay, 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Stream us or watch us at milehighsports.com. Radio on demand tab. While you're there, we'll get you podcasted versions of our previous works. I'm at TweetStanny on Twitter. Jake at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter as well. 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Lots of ways to get involved with the show at Mile High Sports. Oh, sweet. It's a little... Day glow. Let's go! Yeah! Yeah! Only took three years. <laughs> okay. So, sad songs? Yeah, we probably should. Okay, let's probably go first hour sad songs. Had a bad day again. You know, why would we deserve to feel happy today after a six to two spanking? The that the avalanche put all over the, the the lightning put over the avalanche last night it was it was ugly, and the Avs finally were kind of outmatched level of intensity. Um, I mean the lightning looked kind of like a different team. What do you think was the difference? What changed? You know the main difference I think was the embarrassment and the fact that they uh, didn't want it to happen again. They it woke them up a little bit. The, the shellacking that they got in Colorado in game two. And then they, they realize, they look in the mirror, and they say, look, we're back-to-back champs. We're here for a reason. We've been through adversity, and we can bounce back like we did in the other two series that we went down 2-0 in. So the actual gameplay difference was they kept it in the offensive zone. 
Uh, everybody was getting involved with the Lightning. Stamkos, Palat, uh, you know, Perry, uh, uh, even Kucherov with the two assists. So they everybody got involved for for the Lightning, and you know, even even on the defense on the defensive side, they were blocking shots and beating the Avs in the race for the puck time and time again. And that's that was a, a great recipe for success. And plus, the Avalanche were in the box way too much. Lots of penalty minutes for the Avs. That's not going to help you win. Games. I mean, you can't win every game. <laughs> you know, I mean, they had they were as hot as any playoff team could be in almost any sport. But I mean, the Lightning. I got. I, I, I keep saying it. I got respect for those guys. I hope they don't. You know, use the Kucherov stuff. Uh, as motivation now, like, you know, we're, we're dirty or we got one coming or they're going to take a shot at one of our guys. I hope it kind of wasn't like that. You never know if guys were talking behind the scenes or one guy knows one guy. Tell this guy I'm sorry. Tell this guy that, you know, I don't know if it works like that. But um, he, you know, they knocked one of their best players out of the game with six minutes left in the game when the game was kind of out of hand. So, you know, with we know what that kind of stuff feels like a little bit. Um, but that was retaliation. Okay. The Taves hit was a retaliation on Kucherov's hit on Manson, which uh, some could have thought which warranted a penalty. It was, uh, it could have been boarding or. Yeah, the, well, the, they didn't feel like that because the Lightning after the game were pissed. They're pissed. Yeah. Well, they're like Rosen after he fell all the way from number one overall to like 10. Like he, they blacked out for a little bit. And they're like, but then when I got up there, when I got there, like, like, it was like, okay, after that, I was like, cool, let's play ball. But yeah, man, so they could be pissed and they might take that into game two or game four and, you know, use it as a catalyst. But if Nikita Kucherov's down, if he's injured, that makes a world of a difference because Kucherov is a facilitator. He, he, normally scores a lot more goals than he has been this series but you know him and McKinnon have been you know double teamed they've been they've been really keyed on to to not do what they do um okay again like I like I think we have the right mindset here we're gonna be sad for the first hour of this show today we're gonna play sad songs we want to feel the pain absorb it okay but then after you absorb it, we got to let it go. Poop it out. We're going to let it go. We're going to build back up in the second hour, and we're going to find a way to um, give game four, you know, all the importance in the world and come out maybe just like these Lightning did with a bit of a bad taste in your mouth and go take care of business Avs win game four. I'm not saying that's happened because I'm kind of feeling like the lightning uh, right now at this moment have found something. Um, you know, it's what we thought. I said six games. So along the journey of winning six games, they have to win two games, you know, right? So, you know, anyone else is like shell shocked. I saw on Twitter today, some people like if the avalanche lose the series, like, anything after that doesn't matter, and those words are stupid. So anything you say after that wouldn't even ever matter, and the fact that you put that out there, hold up, hold up. <laughs> he's an idiot. I'm a idiot. dumbass. So, yeah, that's just what I would got to say. 
Yeah, this is one game of a seven-game series. They were bound to win at some point. They're the defending champs, and this is the two best teams in hockey. Is this what, Mike what two? else did you expect? Uh, yes, it is Mike, too. Okay. Um, and I don't want to hear that the Avs, oh, they, they took the Lightning lightly after putting up seven goals on him. That's not true because Nachushkin, you know, he got that first goal called back on the offsides. And then after that, they still went up one nothing. So it's not like they took them lightly and were just, you know, taking it easy and and really just thinking it was going to come to them as opposed to going after and getting it. They were playing hard. You know, I'm over it. I'm over the loss itself, but I'm unsettled by the you know the way that the lightning kind of had such a great game i don't what well, let's let's go let's um go into the multiverse you ready okay avs lose four three in overtime or avs lose three to zero those are your other options how would you be feeling uh, uh if we lost four to three in overtime last night better or worse than we feel worse. today worse we'd be feeling worse i think so why because that's overtime and you had it and you oh, let that one slip away you let it slip interesting. away interesting i don't one, know that it's that, a boat race to me was like they did everything and we took you know they played a great game we and you know they forced overtime and kind of stole the game from us we just will go out there and put it back on them in game four that's what i would think maybe if we had come off a, a loss like that six two i don't know if you just like throw the tape away or if it's like they have they've awakened the beast the lightning and um and you know to add a little bit of insult to injury you get four to two it's like ah darcy just darn it you know it's just not his night or a couple tough ones or didn't have to be like that six goals is kind of like did Francos give up any of those when they one goal? One of those. So one five was Darcy. One was yeah. So Frankie. They, they pulled Darcy in maybe the latter part of the second yeah. period. Yeah, and that's when I think for a spark. Right, right. But you get again. You give up five goals. It's not you do deserve it in a playoff game, but also you could just keep them in. Yeah, but like the Lightning did, and yeah, you know, kind of. Wow, it did. It it, it maybe did. helped him out a little bit. It did. Do you know what the, that morning Restored skate? The I think confidence. they just gave their guy. Like the morning off, let him. You know, go, goalies are different, man. They don't. You know, they don't got. They, they don't need to go through the rigors and kind of the same process as a skater. I don't mean because they're doing something different. I just mean like the mindset. You got to be in the right place. So, <laughs> you know, it's different. With all that being said, do you roll with Kemper or do you go back to Francois? I want to go back to Francois. He only gave up one goal out of ten shots. That's a 90% save percentage as opposed to Kemper, who was at 77. Do you and, know what? I think Darcy... Keep going. But I think that Bednar is going to go with Kemper. Darcy showed me enough in the first two games. I was very impressed that he was kind of back. He's the man, and he kind of deserves it. Again, deserves... Okay. Deserves come come playoff time. I don't think Kemper. You kind of throw enough. that out. Kemper did not show me enough in those first two games. Really, I think he those did. Those three goals that he gave up in game yeah. one. 
you know what couple I would do? A couple of those were ugly. I start the game with Darcy, game four. Short leash. Very short leash. Frantos, on the other hand, in that Edmonton series, played phenomenally. The, o- the only reason the Avs got the shutout in game two was because the defense only allowed 16 shots on goal. That's it. It's funny. So I don't really give cre- uh, credit for Darcy there. We're talking about who starts for our the, you know Thunder Baseball tomorrow. And we're saying the same thing shortly, shortly. So we had a little, like a three-on-three scrimmage. My, you know, we got four guys who throw for us, okay? But J.J. and Chase, I think, are two best pitchers. Just pure best. And I don't mean the best arms, because I think Grant and Liam Sorelli almost have better stuff than Chase and J.J. if we're just throwing, like, pure talent arms. But J.J. always finds a way, okay? He's a freaking gamer. And Chase is just, he's big and he's polished and he throws hard. So Chase threw beautifully against them on Saturday. I don't know if I just run Chase back out there and just, those boys are shook from him. But also, then I'm counting on Chase being really good again, which he's been good. And JJ's kind of up, he's due. My mindset is I start JJ in close Chase. Okay? Right. But there's a short lease on JJ. So yesterday in scrimmage, JJ threw like crap. But like we're playing against each other, our own team. We had a little, it was like a th- uh, four on four on three, like a little mini scrimmage. So I like each team has a, a pitcher and we're throwing our best guys. So, you know, Chase didn't throw because he threw Saturday, but the other three guys all pitched. And, you know, like Sorelli's good, but it takes him a while. You know, he can walk the bases full and give, you know, could be trouble before he really gets going. And Grant, he did like a camp a couple weeks ago thing. I think it burnt him out, and he's doing a basketball camp all week long. Because of that, it's off. The, I think they're all, those guys are off the table for me. It's Chaser JJ, and they're my two best. So I don't want to be again. It's like, is it cheap to run Chase back out there, and you know handle his business and bring JJ in to close a game? Who's done that, you know, a lot for us? Or do I go in there and throw JJ? Let him see if he can do this. And then bring Chase into close. It has nothing to do with my kid at all. I don't, you know, JJ doesn't, he, he can close, he can start. You know, I, I'll consider Liam Sorelli in this game. I don't know what to do. So here's my thought process. On Saturday, how many times through the order did Chase go? If he went, you know, three, four times through the order, I don't know. I think they only saw him twice. Well, if that's the case. Because we I- 15 run them through three innings if that's the case i would roll chase back out really because chase only threw like 40 some pitches yeah 40 or 50. they didn't really see him too much so they didn't really get used to his his delivery and, and they can't stuff. hit him they can't hit him i'd roll with chase Damn. that's just me and then have jj close you're gonna put up another 15 on him i don't know what they're gonna do but they had we, they thought we thought they had this one pitcher fireballer but they didn't throw them because they might have been saving them for the second game. They knew if they lost, they would have to play again. Just remember to have that roster ready. <laughs> oh, damn. If like life, if real life were like wrestling, I'd have picked that coach up. Okay. But before I slammed him, I would have pumped him. Oops. Yeah. I'd have pumped him one time and then just freaking slammed him right on his head. Choke slam, suplex. Um, you know, Batista bomb. 
I don't know. I maybe put him in a figure four, make him tap, give him a little extra. But perfect. This is what we needed. This is exactly what we needed. Sad songs for the first hour in honor of the Avs. But we'll bounce back. They're the world champs. Don't be down. We should have saw this coming. Uh, maybe it doesn't matter at all. Uh, a 1-0 loss, Jake. A 6-0. A overtime 4-3. You take the L either way. An L's an L. So let's find a way to shake it. Come back. Got some nugget stuff. Some good stuff. Nuggets are poised to make a trade. I got a lot of guys who think it would be good for this roster. Help be big-time difference makers to... Uh, get these nuggets back to the Western Conference Final. We'll talk about it more on the other side. It's Molly Sports. She spilled her coffee, broke her shoelace Smeared the lipstick on her face First word problem Damn This one's for you, Bednar But I think I can get over it I'm feeling like I can get over it I'm not shell-shocked I feel like dumb for not have, you know, maybe saw something like this coming a big bounce back from them big bounce back from the world champions but that's how the cookie crumbles man they're good they're damn freaking good they're the best team in the second best team in the nhl i think they're the best team in the eastern conference and they've been the best team in the nhl for the last two to three years even along the come up before they won the two cups it doesn't matter who they beat in the stanley cup final if they're you know, fat kid and a bunch of rejects. <laughs> these guys aren't, and these avalanche are going to find a way to bounce back in a big-time way. So, you know, I think sometimes, I don't know if that this is true, but go with me here, okay? Say sometimes um, you go break some tape, see something in what they were doing successfully that you can make an adjustment or take away from them that could totally alter the re- you know the next game that's that's a thing right that's totally a thing yeah that's what I'm hoping for some kind of you know Bednar's a smart guy man he's a, he's a very very intelligent dude and I think they have the Avalanche find a way to come, uh, bounce back and and get right but got some potential new Denver Nuggets in a little piece I was reading here um. So the Nuggets have two first-round picks, 21 and 30, okay? Two first-round picks, I believe, the, the Nuggets have, okay? You, you with me still? Yes. So I think that those two first-round picks could end up being two veteran players, potentially. Maybe not the Bradley Bill level of player, but I mean guys such as with the help of who wrote this piece here, uh, Ryan Blackburn. Uh, how about Dylan Brooks, the wing from the Grizzlies? Man, he's a good player. Six seven wing defender. Um, 
will knock down shots. He's unafraid. He's a good player. Gritty, gutty, tough. I think he would be a nice fit here. What do you think about Dylan Brooks? You like Dylan Brooks as a player? I like a lot of those Memphis players. I do like him. He's a gritty, gutty type of player. Mm -hmm. He's uh, not going to back down like you said. And, you know, he's a, he's got a versatile game. And that those are the type of guys the Nuggets need. Okay. How about... Um... Contavious Caldwell Pope. You know, he's a vet. You know, he's been around take the block. The one of those first round picks and, you know, something else. It take it would take another piece. Not not a big piece. Maybe another pick. Maybe Barton and we take another piece on from them, but how would you feel about him? Not as good as Dylan Brooks, but you know, he's he's been with uh, you know, LeBron you know he's he knows what it takes to win, and that Shoots goes a long way. Thirty-eight percent from three, um, which is basically what he specializes in. Eleven and three, and the three are boards, not assists. Uh, Eleven and a half and three point three over the last five seasons. He's like a a floor spacer, though, you know, and he's can play some defense, and he's bigger than you would think, or looks on TV. I think. Or maybe looked in Lakers uniform, you know? He's he, he yeah. Okay. Uh how about Josh Hart? Portland. He's a solid player. Little wing. You know? I think he would fit in to the Nuggets scheme, but I want I would want more defense from a guy. Okay. How about Derek White? Oh, Ooh, come yes. back to Colorado. Yes. I I like that. Yeah. Um, not a perfect fit there. Played the third most minutes for that team, though, after uh who? Brown uh, Jalen Brown and, and, and Jason Tatum. So uh was groomed by Popovich. I think Derek White would be a really super nice fit here. Uh what about uh, Bogdan, the little the mm. white boy shooter from the Hawks, Bogdanovich. I think Bogdanovich would be a great fit here. He once again, you know, I would want maybe a little bit more. He's defense. a spark every time on the floor. He's just like uh, he's, he's like a flash, man. Yeah, but you know his defense, you yeah. know, is is made up for no. by his offense. Like. He's not a great defender. He's kind of capable a little bit, and I, that's what uh, the Ryan has here too. And I he, he nails it, but uh, yeah, you know, say uh, first round pick, one of those first round picks, and you know Barton. That'd be a great deal, right? Absolutely. Younger player. Okay. What about uh, Dort? Dort is a hustle guy, and I love his game. He can hit from three. He, he's physical he's and athletic. athletic. And he plays D. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's a good player. He can shoot it. I think he'd be a good starter on this team who'd fit with the nucleus that we have and maybe even be a better player here playing with Nikola, Nikola Jokic, Denver Nugget, NBA basketball player. You know? Okay, what about uh, Malcolm Brogdon? A couple more guys. Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon would be solid. 29 years old, average 19.6 assists and five boards while shooting 44% from the field and 35% from three. 
Ooh. What do you think? You know, we talked about him uh, at the trade deadline. You know, we thought he could be an acquisition that the Nuggets created at the trade deadline, and he'd be a good fit. Don't forget, man, he was, like, kind of balling out with um, Milwaukee and then went to the Bucks, and I think he's looked at as a one-dimensional scorer. He's not. He's more than that. And his career's kind of been weird when you get you and you like a journeyman, you know? Um, but I think if you're not going to go get – if you're not he, – He's obtainable, okay? Gary Trent Jr. Gary Trent Jr. That's a lesser version of Brogdon. More of a specialist. More, yeah, um, more of a shooter. Yeah. More That's of a Caldwell Pope, but better. Yes. I think. He's like a hybrid. Yeah, okay. And then what about uh, An- uh, Ananobi? OG Ananobi. Yeah. Would be could the great. Avalanche or the Nuggets have liked dating back to the draft? Could have he, been a Denver Nugget. He's the guy I want. It, that one might take first round pick Will Barton and maybe Monte Morris. Ooh, that what, one's gonna what take about a Bones little bit more instead of Morris in the deal. Do you still do it? Mm, wow, I don't. I'd rather trade Monte. Well, I'm sure you would, you would rather, but I'm sure I, <laughs> you know. Just the, throwing the I'm other sure Toronto pick. do the two first. I'm round sure picks. Masai Ujiri would you know. Do the two first-round picks and Monte then. Damn, is he worth that? And Barton. Can't you go find another dude like this in the draft with one of these two picks? That's what they specialize in. What's a prospect? Uh, Suspect until proven otherwise. Exactly. Give me OG over any draft pick. Okay. Do you know what we can do on the other side? Let's go to break. But other than, I mean, those guys are all... I think one of those guys will be a nugget. That's kind of, I kind of believe that. If I had to bet, if I was a betting man, I think one of those guys could become a nugget. I think the, there's a higher tier level with about two or three guys who would be difference makers with Damian Lillard on that list. So that's one of the guys on the list. We'll tell you a couple more guys I have on that list of mine. Um, and on the other side, 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. This guy makes me super sad. Perfect. Don't let yourself go. Danny Jake Molly Sports. Is she really, really all time great, Adele? Um, all time? Yeah. She's not all-time great. Not all-time. Is she at Beyonce's level? She's international. This is an international brand here. Her voice is better, but... Yeah. I mean, she's not bigger, I wouldn't say. Is she as big as Beyonce? I don't... Does Adele have a last name? First name, basis. Pretty big. (laughs) Okay. Sad songs only. Yeah. Well, first hour, and we're going to rock the second hour. Um, You know, because we're the kings of wishful thinking. You know. Okay. So, if we're going to shoot for the stars, the nuggets, if we're going to be dreamers, okay, I think the top, top, top of the list would be 
Damian Lillard. Top, top? Top, top, top of the list. Because I think the guys at the top of the list are Brad Beal. You can't trade for Kyrie. He can walk away from this current deal and become a free agent. So, I mean, like an obtainable guy. Okay, right? Is there any more of an attainable guy out there that you think? Do you think that um, Donovan Mitchell's on the block? Yeah, he is. Okay. He wants he wants out. But yeah. trading with the Utah Jazz is going to be more difficult than, you know, the Washington Wizards. Well, we're, you know, we're considering trades with the Grizzlies, and I know it's not for Ja Morant, but it's for, you know, really good pieces. Isn't it about just kind of getting the best deal? And haven't the Nuggets and the, you know, the Jazz made quite a few deals with each other over the years, Gobert and Donovan himself? Yeah, that's true, but uh, the Nuggets are stupid. Okay. Well, that was under old stupid leadership. Right. Now they're under Calvin Booth's regime. So let me ask you this. Bill or Lillard? Bill. Bill or Mitchell? Bill. Oh, wow. Over Mitchell, who would come mm-hmm. and just play point guard here. Mitchell might actually be top because hey, oh, Damian, this is Lillard, hard. Damian Lillard has injury problems. Dame's 33. Okay. Bill's 27. And... Mitchell's probably 26, 25. Probably 25. Yeah, 25 or 26. Man, that is so hard because I can make an argument. I don't know. I, there's no right answer for that question. Dame's, okay, let me throw DeJounte Murray into this. Does that change anything for you? Uh, Would he be fourth on these, this list? I think list? he's fourth on I the list. I think so, too. Well, actually, I, I, I don't even want Dame at all. Uh, Dame, he's you, not on my list. I'll tell you. I, I, I'm saying I, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong, but I would tell you should maybe reevaluate that take because I think that he could come here next year and I, I think they can win a, a championship together. I believe that it, it wouldn't you know, this wouldn't be the, a, a next thing. five or six year proposition. This would be like a mercenary. We're, you know, playing the 76ers game. We're going to try to do this now immediately. We're trying to win right right now. Well, I think you get. Mitchell and Bradley Beal, you, I could say the same thing. Yeah, they but I think those are hard. Those guys are way more expensive than Donna. You could trade with what you have right now, not get up any real core piece for Damian for Damian Lillard right now, right now. Okay, it bone. It'll be Bones or Michael Porter Jr. Two first round picks. Take on a you know bad salary or two. Uh, be, two second round picks for Damian Lillard for the thirty three year old Damian because he. But here's why he would have a little bit of say. It would be Bones and MPJ. I don't think so. Mm. I disagree with that. I think they'd get the choice. Portland needs help. Yeah, they do. They're but not going to trade Dame for nothing. He's got leverage. He's given them everything. So he'll shop. His agent will shop this deal to the three or four destinations that he would consider going to. Okay? That's the leverage that this guy's got. So it'd almost be Russell Wilson-esque in the sense like, could have on a what would the Redskins have traded four first round picks for Russell Wilson? Yeah, they would have. 
But Russell Wilson would go to the Broncos, and the Broncos, you know, knowing that Russell Wilson, um, you know, had all the leverage and the Seahawks had none, the Seahawks were forced to take the Broncos, you know, kind of, you know, best offer, which was like an A minus B plus offer. Certainly not this grand slam. They could have gotten an open, free, straight up, open bidder trade market. But the Broncos still gave up a lot. Eh, kind of. Two first-round picks. I mean, the guy's worth four first-round picks. Two first-round picks. and Fant? Eh. Fant is a former first-round pick. Okay, but who's a value of a fourth-round pick now? Uh, I wouldn't say a fourth-round pick. N- not higher second than a third. third. No. Third. Second or third. Third. Never a second. Third's a reach. And there's no... Listen, there is no potential. general manager in the NFL who would trade a second-round pick for Noah Fant. You might have one or two who would trade him for a second-round pick. And I don't believe that. I think he's a fourth-round pick. I think he's like a fourth-round pick. No. I think you're uh, hating a little bit on Noah Fant. He didn't fit well with I think he's Pat Shermer's offense. Watch him on Twitter. I think his attitude's interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's true. He's an athlete, and he's talented. But he was drafted too high, and you're still hanging on to that evaluation a little bit. Who we got? Hey, Chuck, we only got like a minute or two. What's up with that, Danny? Well, I just, we're, you know, we're, it's a hot show. I just kind of, I didn't want to make you wait through the break, so I just wanted to get your best stuff right now. What do you got? That disallowed goal with one minute to go in the game last night. Mm. I, I'm like, what's up with that? And then an hour and a half later, they came up with a film of it. Mm-hmm. Well, what's up with that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, how I, I don't know. I didn't think that was kosher. Mm. And, uh, you know, and after that, you could see in their face, they're like, oh, God, we just got hosed. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the Avs were the lightning were going to win that game no matter what yesterday. And I think, you know, there's maybe we should look at it. You could have started Francos as well, and it would have not made a difference. Uh-huh. That might change your thought on who should start or do you, you know, replace Darcy on on uh, Wednesday night. I don't I, you know, I just think it, I, I don't, I don't know, think, I think it wouldn't that, have mattered. The lightning were that, really good last night. They were. They were. They got a very good team, a lot of good players. Uh, I, I think Darcy was just show shot. He had a couple of real excuse-me goals. That one, he was going to hit it the other way, but it accidentally went off his stick and went the other way. And that was an accident that goal went in. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, there was another one like that, too, that went up his sleeve. It just rolled up his sleeve, up his arm into debt. Now it's another excuse me goal. So that's two right there. But I, you know, we got to lose one so they can win the cup at home and have that party. Well, yeah, I feel you. I mean, like, if that's the way it turns out, you know, ends up being, it's like, again, we, we felt like this in the Blues series for like a day or two. We're like, oh, no, here we go again. And, you know, it's just not like that this time around. So, I don't know. I'm a little nervous. Nah, they have, don't they be. did win four straight last time against the Rangers. Nervous and exciting are like the same thing. It's just what you want to do with it in your body. Right. You got it. That's very good. Yeah, we got to go. Good stuff, Chuck. Hey, uh, you know, I, I did the best I could. You did. You're today. great. You crushed it. Call us tomorrow. I'll be back. All right, bye. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line, 107.5 HD3, 98.1 FM. Watch us at milehighsports.com. 
We'll be right back. And the tears come 